What if you didn't have to age? That's the question Lifespan tries to answer. A book I recently read, Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To. It was written by David A. Simpler. And I actually finished it reading, or rather listening to it. And here is a short review of it. In Lifespan, uh, that's actually not a review I wanted to read. So I have already written something on Instagram. Therefore, I think it would make sense to just read it to you and then add a few things. What if you didn't have to age? This is the central question David Sinclair tries to answer with his book Lifespan, Why We Age and Why We Don't Have To. As of today, I finished it the second time, which makes it book 439 of my life. But what if I had more time to read, for example? What if you wouldn't have to die as soon as you thought you would have to? It's not as easy as declaring aging a disease. But according to the author, this step would bring money and attention into this research field. The main problem is this. As we age, the risk for various diseases increases drastically, even cancer. If we now disabled the aging or slowed the process down, all the dependent, the age-dependent diseases would hit later in life or never. And of course, try these methods at home to increase your lifespan. Switching to a healthy lifestyle, including sport nutrition, can increase your life expectancy, of course, given a certain age, by around 10 years. Of course, depending on your lifestyle before. You could maybe see your grand-grand-grandchildren growing up, David Sinclair states again and again. There are also various promising substances currently in research that either alone or in a cumulative effect could finally solve the aging problem. So this is what I wrote on Instagram already and I, I tried to already make a good. And I think it makes sense to add a few words. So the central idea of why we age and why we don't have to is that aging is just as many other things, just a disease. We, there is no mechanism that basically sets um, sets us out to die. There is no thing in us that determines a certain point in time at which we die. There have been people that already lived into the 110s and 120s. I think the oldest person was 115 or 110, something like this, along the lines of this. And basically what happens is that as you age, the age itself causes all these other diseases in risk. So the risk of dying or getting these other diseases like cancer, like Alzheimer's and things like these. So basically the diseases that actually kill people. As we age, the risk for all of these diseases increase drastically. So not it's, it's not like doubling, but at a much higher scale. And this is eventually the reason we will die. So a person that dies at age 85, for example, today would probably have died at age 89 from a different disease if he didn't, if the person didn't die at age 85 from this one disease. Therefore, basically these diseases, so age itself is basically, so the young age is basically kind of keeping all the diseases away. And as soon as we begin to age, all these diseases begin to creep down on us and therefore they actually kill us. And now there are, so, David Sinclair is actually researching all the different aspects of why we don't have to age. And there are many different compounds that actually look very promising. So, for example, there is resvir resviratrol, which 
you probably already heard of. So years ago, there were these articles about why you should drink wine in order to prolong your life. Turns out this is not something that is mentioned in the book, but rather, but rather, I saw this in many articles that the risk resveratrol in wine actually is far too little to make an impact or to make up for the bad effect of the alcohol itself. So therefore, there are many different things we can actually do. One of these things is a cold exposure. One of these things, so cold exposure and also breathing. Then an, another thing is, what was the other thing I wanted? Yeah, sports and changing your nutrition and lifestyle as already stated in the Instagram post. This could add, depending on how old you already are and depending on how close you already are to the ideal lifestyle or to an ideal to a lifestyle that is more ideal, you can add 10 to 15 years to your life. And let's say you are 30, let's say you're 35. I don't know what the average age around the world is, but 10 to 15 years just by adding sport to you, to any life is something that's pretty great. Of course, I mean, 15 years is much more for somebody who is already 80. It's not much more, but of course it depends on the age, on the age and on how much years you already lived, a bad lifestyle, you could say. And, well, sleep is also something that keeps many, many diseases kind of at bay. And this is already, I would say, a good summary of all the things covered in this book. I don't want to go into the biological details about the individual compounds that actually make aging or prevent aging. There have been studies with mice, for example, and this is, of course, one of the main subjects of people like these. And there have been studies where actually someone, or, or, or mice, not someone, but mice, in their, in their old years were given a certain substance and they began to run. And then there was the story described in a book that they ran and ran and ran and then the, basically the, the, running, the running thing they could run on ran out because it usually stopped at three kilometers or three miles. And because no mouse had ever ran so much in this age or even before. Therefore, sounds really promising. Also, there's this anecdote about David Sinclair's father that was like already kind of settled down and didn't do much anymore. Then he had one of his compounds, actually David Sinclair researched, and this is something David Sinclair also takes himself and this kind of made him bloom again. These are only a few stories. Another additional thing I also previously heard already is restricting calories. And the mechanism of restricting calories basically puts you over your over the course of your lifetime in a less anabolic state and a more catabolic and also more potentially ketogenic state. So there have been so there if you fast for a certain period of time or if you don't spend a lot of your time in the anabolic state, so basically eating all the time and then digesting the food and building things up in your body, what happens over time is that basically all of these different states have different opportunity costs. And if you go into a state of ketosis or into a state of fasting, then there are processes happening that basically prevent you from aging, you could kind of say. And the more time you now spend in an anabolic process, the less time you spend opportunity. So the, the, the principle or the, what, how do you say it? The, principle of opportunity cost is this, that just by doing something not, 
basically every single point in time you choose what to do and by choosing what to do you also choose not what to do and this is the same when it comes to how much time you want to spend in these different anabolic states not anabolic states but metabolic states and uh, anabolic is one of these and restricting calories by 30 percent has been shown in many animal studies to increase the lifespan by 30 percent and there are also are already humans out there who basically try this and restrict their calories drastically and hope to live longer and now of course this is not applicable to everybody and therefore a kind of the research the, the thinking behind this research is to take the mechanisms out of the these out of calorie restriction because that's not something everybody probably can do and to nevertheless use these mechanisms to then maybe turn off aging at a certain point in your life.